Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Welcome back to The Driven Entrepreneur, the go-to place for coaches, authors, speakers, entrepreneurs of all kinds to grow, start, and build a business that you love. I'm your host, Matt Browning, with you again, and I have an amazing guest this week. I'm super excited to get... This is a topic that has been very, very important to me, not just for the beginning of the year, as a lot of, it is for a lot of people, but this whole last 2022, this has been something I have been focusing on intensely. It is the topic of productivity without burnout. My guest this week is Julie Miller Davis, a productivity trainer. She's a driven entrepreneur herself, runs her own business, serving and helping people to reach their own levels of excellence. She works with leaders, helping them get laser focused and efficient. God, I love that word, efficient, laser focused at daily business, breaking through roadblocks and just taking the business to the next level. So if you're in for that conversation, you got to stick around for this. Julie, how are you? I'm doing very well. And you, Matt? Oh my gosh, so good. We were just talking before we went on about the sunshine where I am in Grand Rapids. And my goodness, five minutes this year. But I will tell you that this year has been a whole different focus on productivity for me in my business and my personal life and health. I want to start off right away with just, can you give me your for lack of a better word, maybe your philosophy on productivity. I know when I say that word, sometimes people think like doing a lot of stuff or having a busy calendar or outsourcing or whatever. Like what's your philosophy on productivity and how should we be thinking about this conversation we're about to have? Oh, that's a good question. I love that. Actually, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. (laughs) Well, yeah, for me, you haven't been on the driven entrepreneur until now. Yeah, For me, it's really about being proactive being a prioritizer and taking action on the right things, the big things, rather than trying to juggle everything. Definitely my philosophy is not he who has the most full calendar wins or he who gets the most stuff done wins or she. It's really about who got the most important things done and moved their business forward any given day. So cleaning off your desk isn't necessarily a win at the end of the day. Not unless it's really like some people are blocked by that. Right. So, but if you clean, I would not say your goal should be to clean off the desk throughout the day. So it's clean at the end of the day, it would be like the last 15 minutes of the day you clean your desk. If that's the issue for you, I am a perpetual dirty desk girl. So I'm not, I I don't claim to be an organizer. I am. That's my, (laughs) my dirty little secret is my piled up desk. Hey, I, I can show you the video of mine as well. There's, you can't see it in the background, but in the foreground, it's all the stuff. So when, when we talk about productivity, that's, I think, I'm glad you said that aspect, right? Which is doing the most important things first. How much energy would you say when you plan your, your tasks or your day or your week, how much energy do you put into the strategy, the thinking about outcomes and what's important versus the getting the to-do list together. And maybe that's even something you don't do. No. Yeah, it is something that I do. And for all of my clients and in my business, I talk a lot about habits and we have to shift our habits in order to actually operate in a more efficient, more productive way. And 
our habit is to knock off all the things from our to-do list as quick as possible and then think that we're going to, the mistake we make is we think we're going to get to all the big things later, right? It's like if, I, if my best subject in school was English and I went ahead and did my English first and all the things and then I did my chemistry at midnight, I was going to fail at it. Like I would never get it done, right? So reverse it, do the hard, big things first and do the little things last. But I think that where we, where I go is I have a daily list of things I need to do that a lot of the little things get done later or delegation is another thing I talk a lot about, but we, you might not be there that if there yet, if you're listening to this, but you never know. And I am totally goal driven, goal oriented rather than task oriented. So what are the things that we need to get done in order to move towards our goals this week? What are our goals this week? <laughs> and then what fits into that? And the goals from the week obviously fit into the goals for the month, for the quarter, for the year. And if someone is not working backwards from, and I agree with you hundred percent, if people don't work backwards from goals and outcomes, where do you start? Like, th this is what's going to happen to a lot of people listening. Like I, I talk to them all the time. Your hair's on fire. You're putting out fires. Everybody else is on fire and you're in business hell. And if you're working a bakery, let's just say there's people that are hungry in front of you and they want muffins and you got to serve them muffins and you know, you need to do the strategic planning, but I feel like I quote unquote, don't have time. Where do you start to start to get the train back on track? If you feel like it's off track because you're not thinking big enough picture. Yeah. I would say that is the number one person that comes to me for help. That's where they are. They're stuck putting out fires, doing all the things Instead, and, and then all the big things are the strategy, the goals, all of that is like being put off, put off, put off because they're doing whatever's right in front of them, right? Yeah. Once I have time, I'll do it. <laughs> and then the, the, you're going to stay right where you are spinning in that hamster wheel, just trying to get the muffins out, right? So the strategy that I work with is around, let's, let's lay everything out on the table, all of it, brain dump, all of it. You know, some people have a task list that's a couple pages long. Some people have one that's like 20 pages long. You know, some are, it just depends on where you are. And then we have to really focus on what are the things that you can do that only you can do? What are the things that you could delegate? And what are the things that actually need to be dumped either later to a date on the calendar so they just get off the list and out of your brain? Or do they need to just be like shoved in a drawer and maybe looked at down the line because they're just not that important? Or do they just totally need to be erased? We have to look at the whole big picture in order to get in control of the little things and the big things. So that's the first place that we really start. And that looks like probably really... you at some point you have to take time and whether it's, I'm going to close down on a Wednesday or I'm going to take Sunday night or whenever you can fit it, but you got to sit and just start thinking bigger picture. Even if it's just a little bit of time, do you like the idea of setting aside time like every week for like strategy, bigger picture and like saying, I'm going to protect this time window, whatever it is, or is it something you do like a retreat once a year kind of, again, what's the approach to that when, again, I'm a busy day, um, starts early in the morning, ends late at night, back to back on everything. What's the best way for me to immediately begin changing? It is exactly what you're saying. It is, you don't have to shut down for a whole day, but let's take 90 minutes 
or even 60 minutes, three times a week to just sit and work on the business rather than in it. Like, let's take time to dream, take time to create, take time to set goals instead of being in it and spinning. No emails, no accounting, no text messages. Right. Turn it all off. All notifications are off. Um, your your phone is off. Your windows are all closed or, or totally shut out of. Your email has no dings. You've got nothing going on. This is like your time to sit and be quiet and dream. And then what on your task list actually fits into that? I already feel better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just visualizing turning everything off when you said that list, I was like, yes, yes. And open, I'm I'm a big pad and paper kind of guy. So I like opening up a, a notebook and getting a nice pen and writing things. Me too. And brainstorming and dreaming. That's so what I'm hearing is at the minimum, if you're already filling your calendar up, right? The recap for Julie is go ahead and set in your appointment times that 60, 90 minutes, maybe it's Wednesday from eight to nine or whatever, but schedule that in for the week so that no one else is booking up that time. And you're going to sit before the muffin shop opens or whatever it is you do, you're going to sit and actually begin to dream and strategize. Just that's going to start putting the hair out out from fire a little bit, right? Right. And the other thing is, here's the mistake that people make, Matt, is that they put that in their calendar and then they don't honor it. Like treat it like an appointment with somebody else. So they're ignoring themselves. They're like, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take this appointment or open early or whatever it is. So they're not, they're not honoring their own appointment with themselves and with their business. And so would you do that to a client? Absolutely not. Or a customer? No way. So why do we do it to ourselves? Yeah. Let's go there for a second. The amount of trust that I've broken with myself, if I'm honest, over the years is absurd. I wouldn't be my own friend anymore, right? The amount of times that I've I've said, I'm going to do the gym or I'm going to read for this long or pray or do whatever I'm going to do. And then something comes up and I let myself get busy. If I was my own friend and I broke that many appointments and dates and times of myself, I would have written me off years ago. And I don't think I'm alone in that. What is it that you think causes people to... I guess, I don't know. Is it value themselves least? Is it breaking trust? Why do people break promises to themselves? What's your thought? My thought is that they want to, and I don't, you know, I don't know. I work mainly with women, so I don't know where men are on this, but women don't like saying no to other people or other things. And so they think they're going to let someone down if they say, no, I can't do that. Then I have an appointment but I could see you tomorrow or I could see you at three o'clock today or whatever it is. Like we've, they feel like they have to say yes. And the moment at the time, or they're going to lose that trust or lose that confidence or lose that client when really what they're doing is if they say, no, not right now, I can do it at this other time. You're really, first of all, you're honoring yourself. Second of all, you are honoring yourself as a business person because Who's available 24-7 to anyone and everyone? Like if you have a shop, you have hours, nine to five. Like as entrepreneurs, why don't we do that? We like, we think we have to be at everyone's beck and call. And so there's that. And I think too, Matt, they don't think about it. Something that I say often is if you're saying yes to someone else, 
in, in that time that you've, that you've set aside for yourself, you're saying no to you. So if you say yes to someone else, you're saying no to yourself. And how does that feel? It doesn't feel good. I relate to what you just said way too much. <laughs> um, it's interesting. It, it, you're right. It is more about the other people. This It's like this false expectation, this fantasy world that I can find myself living in about other people's expectations and what they need and what they want. And a friend says, you know, I'm. can you get together at some point? I look at my calendar and I say, well, my appointment times are booked, but I have this, I was going to go to the gym tonight. So in my mind, I start to filter that as, oh, that's flexible time. Yes. And it's really about the expectation for somebody else and realizing why is it that I, I, I think that if I have to see him this week? One little practice my wife and I started doing, we, we love people. We love people in our church and our community and our friends, and we want to get together with people. But we had to realize that when someone asks, hey, do you want to get together for coffee or for dinner? They don't always mean right now. They just go, right? They just mean, I would love to get together with you. So we started coming back and saying, what if we put a two-week buffer at least? Yeah. And I look at our calendar and go, yeah, we do have a dinner this week and we could fit another one in, but what about family time? So what if instead we go, hey, we can get together uh, three and a half weeks from now. Do you have this date open? And they say yes. And then we put it on the calendar and we're not rushed anymore. So realizing you can push time out a little bit yeah, and people won't be offended. At least good people won't be, right? Right. And we don't have to squeeze everything in and we don't have to fill every minute of every day. And we sometimes are, we're acting like we have to, like we're acting as if we had, if we had that three, one hour or 90 minute window a week, it's like, there's all this guilt associated to it. Like I'm not working, but you are working, you're working, you're, or you're taking care of yourself. You're going to the gym or you're taking that 90 to an hour, or an hour to 90 minute window to actually work on your business and look at that bigger picture. And what are the things that you need to be doing in order to move to excellence instead of survival? Love that. So we take some time, we prioritize ourselves, we prioritize big picture things, even if it's a little bit at first and then more. Yep. Now we're doing that and we want to translate. I feel like sometimes it gets lost in translation. I have this big outcome of I have a health goal or I have a new sales goal. And now I need to translate that down into schedulable tasks, setting up my week. Do you have any insights or, or ways when you look at your week itself, whether it's, you know, do you do habit stacking or time windows or do you do, how do you look at an entire week as far as segmenting days and times and so forth? Is there any strategy to that for you? So I have what's called an ideal calendar that I ease, ease my people into because we're not going to get there overnight. It usually takes four to six to eight weeks to get to your ideal calendar. And even then our life always happens, right? But it, it lets us have our calendar. I call it our calendar becomes fluid rather than rigid. And, um, and so for me, if I'm looking at a week, so my, my principle is that we do the big three every day. So if you have your task list, you have your things that are on your calendar, those aren't always movable because they're set appointments, but then we have our task list. And I just, my principle is that you never choose more than three. And then you interface those in your calendar. Now, if I have a super busy day, 
like today I have the um, podcast with you and then I have a three hour mastermind that I run after this. And then I have a committee meeting that of a committee that I'm in charge of 45 minutes after that. I, this morning had my big one thing that I had to get done. There's no way I'm going to fit in three. Cause the rest of the day is a highly scheduled day. Yeah. So you fit one big thing in this morning. That's it. And that's a big win. And that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on a new talk. So that's what I did today, you know? And so, and what else is being delegated to my team? So I sent a few messages to my team, but it's, it's really around, I, I say, sometimes you have a big three for the week. If it's a highly busy week, highly full week, maybe it's a big, big three for the day. If it's not, and maybe it's a big one. And then if you get four five, six things done, guess what? Those were gravy. You can, and, and if you, if you did your big one or your big three and you got those done, pat yourself on the back and celebrate that success. Because if you had seven on your list and you only got three done, then you're like, I only got three things done. But if you had three on your list and you got seven done, that's awesome. And if you had three on your list and got three done, that's awesome. (laughs) So there's also, what I'm hearing is there's also power and completion. And right. So not selling yourself short, like I talk about, say with a, when you set up a new outcome or a new goal for a health goal. And sometimes people go, I'm so sick of being out of shape. I'm going to run three miles every single day. And they set that up for seven days. And then they run four days out of the seven, which is, should be a huge win when you're coming off the couch. But instead you feel like you came up short because you set the goal too high. So I'm hearing that there's a lot of interesting power in not setting the goal so high that you're going to sell yourself short. Right. It's a head game we play with ourselves, right? One, two or three outcomes for the day. Yeah. And these, and these aren't like little tiny tasks. Like I need to email my assistant, but these are like, how do you classify that? Like a bigger task or an outcome oriented? Yeah. My big three are all these questions around, is this moving me towards my goal? Is this going to make me know that I accomplished something at the end of the day? And is it something that only I can do and I, and doesn't need to be done and can't be delegated, like can't be delegated because we lie to ourselves about things that can be delegated to. (laughs) I mean, no one would do it as good. Can you say those three again? These are the three questions to filter your outcomes, the big ones for the day. Yeah. Is this moving me towards my goal? Is this going to make me know that I accomplished something at the end of the day? And is this something that only I can do and can't be delegated? That's really good. Yeah. And it's so important, Matt, because what we do, like if I sent a bunch of emails today and did some other things, clean up my desk or whatever, we get those days and those weeks where we're like, I was so busy and I don't really know what I, what did I do all day? How did, what did I do all week? I've had, I've had years like that, Julie. I just go, what, what happened in 2021 (laughs) and whole weeks, right? If we set 15 minutes at the be in the morning and be like, all right, you know what, what does my day look like? What are my big three? Do they fit the criteria? I'm, and where are they going to fit in my calendar today? I've got it set. That's the question. That's the question that people don't ask. Okay. Even when you, like you said today, you have this back-to-back lots of scheduled things, but if you start in the morning and you say, I have one to three major outcomes that I want to accomplish today, what are they? And then where do they fit? All of a sudden you start your day by going, you know what? When I wrap up at four, before I start dinner up with the family at six, I got 
an hour and a half in there, I can get this thing taken care of. And now you're making major progress without staying up till midnight. Right. But where does it fit? I don't think we asked that enough. Right. Because otherwise it's a intention without being intentional. And the road to where is paid with the best of intentions and we're not getting anywhere. So you have to make the intention intentional. You have to schedule it. You have to take action on it. Otherwise it's a wish. Yeah. And intention is a wish or a hope, right? Yeah. It's a wish. I love that. And wishes are air. They get us nowhere. <laughs> Dave Ramsey always says ish is a wish. When you ish <laughs> your plan, it becomes That's a wish. <laughs> it didn't get done. <laughs> I love that. Julie, you also have taken, you've taken your, one of the things I'm very interested in is people's who are in your position doing productivity for a living, your personal like calendar, your personal strategy, the the planner that you use, can you go into a little bit of detail? Like, what does that look like? I've had some productivity planners that are so convoluted. They're great ideas, but it's so overwhelming that if I tried to fill out every little thing for every day, that would be my entire day. And then, right. And then I've also done the thing where I'm like, let me just live off of the calendar and my scheduled appointments. And then I lose what's important. Can you talk to us a little bit about kind of how you do your planner? And I know you have an actual daily productivity planner that you use and that your clients use. Yeah. So I, my philosophy on this, Matt, is that everyone has a different calendar that they're comfortable with. I use Google Calendar and then for like my month, my whole monthly planning or my yearly planning, goal planning and looking at w- how things are going to unfold, I use just a agenda that has the whole month laid out, not each minutia on each day. But so everyone has their own system, whether it's paper, electronic, whatever it is. And so that's where your stuff is planned out or your goals are or whatever it is or your days and then I, my daily productivity planner is a supplement to that. So I don't, I also, am like you, like things get overwhelming and crazy with some of these planners that are out there. So my daily productivity planner is literally a tear off sheet that you can tear off and toss at the end of the day. So what you do with it is you start off and you make your brain dump, like what are all the things? And then you decide on your big three. And you look and see, is there anything that could be delegated? Is there any of these things that I could actually schedule next month and just get it off the list? Like, what can I do with these? And then you have your big three. And then there's a space on there for like notes and then awesome things that happen throughout the day that might not be related to anything, but you want to just make note of it. Like awesome thing, like the sun came out today, Matt. That's an awesome thing. (laughs) We're we're dreaming. But I would make a note of that. You got a text from a friend and that you weren't expecting to get. That's an awesome thing. So I have, it says awesome stuff on there because I, I love the word awesome. I'm from the 80s. But it's, I just think sometimes we don't take a moment. It's, it could be your gratitude things. It could be whatever you want. But like what are, just so that we are thinking about not just the doing, but what awesome things are coming in our lives that we didn't expect or that happened or whatever. And then I have what's called a non-negotiable. Those are things that are actually in your calendar already, those set appointments. So you can just kind of, you're just kind of getting your day at a glance on the daily productivity planner. And then you take your big three and put them into whatever calendar you're using. 
That's so great. I love that. So you can use your productivity system in any calendar. It's not the calendar or the tool, whether it's written or Google or Apple or whatever, it doesn't matter. But it's really that philosophy of, I love it. So brain dump, everything that came out, you have your built-in already hard, hard scheduled things. And I'm also hearing too, like I've had days and weeks when I look at what got scheduled and I go, wait a minute, why do I have these three calls? If it's going to be this potential opportunity for something that I know that I'm not even going to be doing. Sometimes people just really want your time and really want to have a conversation and it's okay to, to send that message or have your assistant say, gosh, we love to talk to you, but it's got to be next month. Is that okay? And then it goes off the calendar. So you can get this daily productivity planner. Uh, you have it over at juliemillerdavis.com guys. This is, she actually set it up. This is really cool uh, for free, right? Like yep. you get the planner. That's and you can download it and use, you can print it off if you want to, or you can email me and I can, uh, you can buy one from me. That's the tear off sheet, but you can print this off in perpetuity, like forever and ever. I don't, you know, download it and keep it. I love it. So you do have them available for purchase, but you can also get a, a template emailed to you. You can print it out yourself. You can use it electronically. It's a juliemillerdavis.com slash daily productivity planner with that uh, hyphens in between daily dash productivity dash planner juliemillerdavis.com slash daily dash productivity dash planner. Go get your planner from Julie Miller Davis right now. I'm getting mine while we're on. Um, if I'm a little distracted, I'm trying to type in my name because I love this stuff. Like I'm always looking for something I can use to get myself less busy, more focused. And ultimately one of the words that we have for our family this year and in business is going after peace, like aggressive peace. I am not about getting pulled around by the tail this year. It's not happening, right? Yep. I want to aggressively go after peace. And I believe your planner is going to be the key to bringing more peace into my life, into my family's life and into my business. I hope you love it. That's so funny, Matt. My word this year is ease. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think we're that unique, Julie. I feel like there's probably a lot of people that if they sat and got a word for the year, it's in the same theme, you know? <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Like no more burnout, no more burnout. And this isn't about doing more. This is about doing more of the right things. And that's why we're having this conversation. Julie, this has been awesome. And the time's been flying, but as we wind down here, what are, what's something I should have asked you, but I haven't that you love people to know, or that's an important takeaway for someone to remember when it comes to productivity or quite frankly, anything that's in your heart. I think a really important thing, Matt, is that we have to remember that you have a habit of running, not you, but people have a habit of running and running and running and running. And we're not going to be able to just stop running and integrate this stuff tomorrow. We can integrate a step tomorrow and then another step and then another step. And so give yourself some grace and use some patience in trying to integrate new patterns and habits into your calendar and into letting your business build. But if you can start even just focusing like, what are, if I could only do three things today, what would they be? Like in addition to what's on my calendar, what would they be? And are they related to my goals? Like just start there and try to try to pick three, just start there. And then, and, and quit trying to check off as many things as possible. That right there is the quotable for the day. Quit trying to check off as many things as possible. It's not getting you as far as you think it is. Instead, take Julie Miller Davis's advice. 
focus on three as a max for the day and commit to one new habit or one new perspective at a time until you really start to get this flow of productivity. I'm loving this. This is very exciting. And I cannot wait. You also, uh, before we go, I know you have something coming up. This is a live event you have coming up uh, at the end of February, 2023. So you might be, if you're listening to this live, of course, this is for you. Uh, it's a virtual live, but if you're on demand, it, it may have already passed. You can still get the productivity planner, but tell us real quick what the event is coming up. So it's a three-day, 90 minutes a day. So it's not taking your whole days, you guys. It's um, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday after President's Day. I think it's 21, 22, 23 of February from 9.30 to 11 each day. It's called Tame Your Task List. I'm calling it a jumpstart because we're going to jumpstart you into doing the right things and making sense of the mess of your task list and then interfacing with your calendar. I'm working alongside you as you work on the things. I'm not leaving you to your own devices because I don't trust you to do it on your own. So I'm going to walk you through it. (laughs) (laughs) You're right not to trust me to do it on my own. I've tried trusting people to do it on their own and they're not doing it. So we have, I give you time to work on it. I'll show up to the 90 minutes, but then I'm out after that. (laughs) That's right. Oh man, you nailed it. I was a teacher in my past life, so I know how people operate. So yeah, I'm giving you every chance for success. And I, if you can be there, if you, if this is already past that and you're listening to it later, it comes up a couple times a year. So just check me out and see if it, what's coming up. And they can register for that at juliemillerdavis.com slash jumpstart, right? Yes, that's right. Outstanding. So go check that out. That's going to be awesome. Three days, 90 minutes a day. I love it. Tame that task list and I need it as bad as everyone else does. Julie, thank you for the time and just being a part of this. You've been awesome. I know we've only scratched the surface and we could keep on going for hours on this, but we both have three more actions to take care of for the day. Yes, we do. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. I really appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Guys, that's the show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, check out Julie Miller Davis at all the links. They'll be in the show notes if you get this show on demand at mattbrawningpodcast.com. Make sure you check that out. Of course, you can follow uh, Julie Miller Davis on LinkedIn at Julie Miller Davis. Or what do we have here? You can also follow her on Facebook at Julie Miller Davis 15, the number 15. Uh, You can follow me at Matt Browning on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. And I will see you next week with another Driven Entrepreneur. Welcome back to 2023. Bye-bye.